0: That's a different song. It is. (laughs) It's a good Hank song, though. I can't think of a bad Hank song. Me neither. Dinosaur for my money. I mean, grew up on
1: dinosaur. I'm going to make sure that I get somebody to sing that at your funeral. For (laughs) sure. If you make it past me, if not, I'll do it to (laughs) yours. Oh, dude, man. What's happening? Not much. What's happening with you? How's it going? Oh, man. You look beautiful. Well, thank you. I was gonna I've say been handsome. Using a new moisturizer cream. Well, <laughs> what? It thanks. shows. It shows. Your complexion looks good. <laughs> you got a little sun. That's not sun. That's you got what a little sun. Is. Tell sun. me about the sun. Where did this come from?
0: Uh, sunny Tampa. Oh man, how dude. is Tampa, dude? It's a cool. I'd never been. Of course, I had an opportunity to go to the uh, Outback Bowl last year when State begrudgingly just. I'm not going to talk about it. But yeah. anyway, uh, no, I had never been, and when I found out the regional was in Tampa this year for Legion. I was kind of like, well, you know, I'm not.
1: Oh, a- speaking hold on, you all won the state tournament. We did win the state tournament, Congrats yes. on that.
0: Thank you, man. Okay, I
1: wanted everybody to hear that. I wanted everybody no,
0: to hear uh, that. No, <laughs> I forget. It feels like it's been five months, but it's been a whirlwind. But, yeah. Anyways. It was, it was, you know, it's funny because the coaches that we, you know, we run into in the regional, guys I've coached against from Alabama and Tennessee and Louisiana, I know them well. Uh, and they were like, man, I thought y'all were down this year. I was like, man, we were. I was like, y'all ought to be thanking me that Pontotak or Hattiesburg ain't down here. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Y'all don't want any part of that, I promise. We got hot
1: in yeah, the right did. time. Of the well, tell me about that, the regional. Tell me what you were saying about well, Tampa.
0: Um, we only took 12. Okay. Uh, we had 18. just different reasons why some kids couldn't go, didn't go. Uh, so, it was a real underdog run, I guess you'd say. We overcame a lot of adversities, a lot of adversity, and a lot of the the, the coolest thing was, man, is like, and you've been in coaching enough that you understand this. At some point, your kids get tired of being the downtrodden or being the one that everybody says, "Well, they're going to go to and out," or they're you know, right? The the team they're playing tonight's you know predicted to win it, you know, and I'm you know, and our our kids kind of took that to heart, man. And they they played well. Obviously, Pedal Valves out of Destrehan, Louisiana, who is actually playing in the American Legion World Series is three and zero as me and you speak right now, and are probably the front runner to win it is the team that put us out. Uh, they were incredible. Uh, you know, and we just literally ran out of gas. But, I mean, long story short, I couldn't be proud of the kids, man. They, they, and the coaching staff and fans, too. We had, you know, a good 15, 20 come down. So, you took 12? Took 12. Was Hammer Franks one of them? Hammer Franks was one of them.
1: Well, you took 12 and a half because he's like an Amish guy, he comes one and a half more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this. We, Hammer was going to be our close. I know you got a summer. lot of
1: good kids, but uh, something no, about yeah. him. Well, just
0: kinda... Will Armistead set the top yeah, of the tournament. Absolutely. Man. I mean, he threw a complete game after a four-hour rain delay. and I, I saw know, that on Twitter. I told him. I said, Will, you know, it's your arm. You've got a college future. I know you hadn't done a ton of innings this summer, but, you know, a four-hour rain delay, a lot of guys don't, you know, respond from that. So, I'm going to leave it up to you. If you tell me you can't go, we can find somebody else to throw out there, no problem.
1: I like that. That's good, That's good about you, man. But
0: he uh, – I mean, he – he said, no, I'm, I feel good. I got it. And, he, man, he went out there and finished up that CG and hit a three-run bomb in the process <laughs> to win. But, uh, you know, and with Bowen Carlock from South Tillo man, this is a kid that's been our main reliever, first guy out of the pen. Yeah. And with a short staff, we needed him to go in game two. And he threw six and two-thirds innings, and then Hammer shut shut the door on that one. Uh, had a rough game. Pedal Valves just had our number in game three. Uh, game four was do or die. Had to win, uh, beat uh, West Tampa. And they were – Salt. One of the home Lord. teams, a lot of vowels in those last names. Okay, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, they were they were the real deal, uh, but we had Hammer ready to go on on two days rest. He'd only thrown like eight pitches, the or nine pitches of the game he he saved. Uh, so he went the distance almost. I think Max Scruggs got the last out, but it was it was huge. He was dominant, and then had a little sophomore from Boomville, Zach Gan, threw a complete game against Troy, Alabama, one of the best hitting teams in the country. It's to this day, I'll never forget it. In other words, and then. Max Scruggs gave us all he could in the championship, and we just – I mean, we literally just ran out out of smoke, man. But unbelievable run. One game better finished than last year. Top 16 finish out of 4,000 teams. Man, like I couldn't be – I'm elated. And the response we're getting from the community, there's more kids wanting to play for us next summer. And that's – my goal was to play one more game. That's awesome. Next summer, you know, so – well, shout
1: out to y'all what are y'all post 40, Post 49 post 49 that's right 49ers for sure that's awesome yep. well, our pal Andy Frasco sent his best I, I told him that y'all I won the state Andy? championship and he was My pretty God. pumped yeah yeah said he's waiting on his, his jersey I said we'll get Done. that to you for sure You're sitting behind you. We'll, we'll get one to him for no sure no doubt well uh everything else pretty good with you
0: yeah man just work as usual I understand you know. I,
1: I've been seeing y'all been busy
0: yes yes very very busy man and Get in the swing of things, and I love this part of the year, though, man, because I don't have to just actively coach every day right. and think about scheduling and rainouts and writing checks to people and stuff like that. And I'll have soccer coming up in November and October, and but it's football season, man, and it I, is. I, it's my favorite, one of my favorite times of it year. Is. But this it is. Spring, it is. So. It is.
1: Well, before we get to that, I'm, I got to tell the general public: I, when McKinley goes out of town and we don't get to, uh, and, and he's busy with baseball and we don't get to record as much, I get sad. Not necessarily because we can't record, because I don't get to hang out with him. So the only way to cure my sadness is I have to travel. So I got to go places. I got to go see things. Try
0: and not to think about. What
1: anyway, I think of that song Tenacious D. Dude, I totally miss you. I really miss.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but speaking
1: of that, I went to a Tenacious D concert in I remember Nashville. You talking about it, <laughs> it was, it was, it was fantastic. Uh the night before, I went to a thing. It was, uh, it was like Music on the Water Fest or Fire on the Water Fest in uh, Gallatin, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And a friend of the show, Luthie, I went up yeah, there. And came I, to, yeah, came yeah, yeah, to Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Gumtree. Gumtree. You came to Gumtree, yeah. Gumtree. Yeah, yeah uh, I went up there and watched them perform. And then uh, that Sunday, I went up to the place called the Yeehaw Brewing Company, a really cool brewery oh, there, cool. pre-game. And then we walked over to a Tenacious D. Man, they played for about 95 minutes, almost, almost 100 minutes, but... Their songs are two minutes long, so they got all the hits. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it it was long, yeah, it, it was really awesome, yeah. And then uh, this past weekend, uh, knowing that football season was coming up and that uh, our Friday nights would be busy, uh, I had to uh, foreshadow. I know, Foreshadow. Right? I had to go. Uh, I went out of town and uh, went up to East Tennessee and spent some time up there in the mountains and breathe some fresh air because uh, I, I I go up Beautiful there. Beautiful and, and, the and when I go up to that region, it's kind of where I grew up, uh, kind of where I was, I guess you would say, reared. It it brings football to life for me. Where you wake up that one day every year and you go, okay, it's football season now, I have to kind of go up uh, to East Tennessee and get that feeling. So, uh, I, I took care of that. But speaking of foreshadowing. I'm happy for you for that. Man. Yeah, it's, I mean. I,
0: you, d- you get to take cool trips. I do. I don't have to. One, one fall or spring, I, I want to hop in with you one day and just –
1: I'll I take you, you know the the east the East Tennessee road trip is kind of my specialty. I I leave from here. I go up to Chattanooga and I always go eat at Aretha Frankenstein's up there, which is one of oh, the most man. fantastic restaurants on the planet.
0: That's such an underrated city, man. It is. Oh, it is. And if I'm going, if you don't die on the interstate on the way there. That's
1: true. But if I, if I if I if I'm going through during the day, I stop and eat at Aretha's, and then. uh Get to Knoxville. Usually do something cool in Knoxville.
0: I've never, I've been one time actually, and then, but I'm not, not experienced. I'm, I'm from
1: Seymour, Tennessee. That's right. Where I lived for a while, so that is the area right between Knoxville and Sevierville. So it's in Sevier County. It's at the foothills of the base of the mountains. Is there so, college
0: in Sevierville.
1: Well, well, there is a there's a it's a, a Watts uh, Community College not Watts. Oh, it begins with a W though. Uh, Wallace. Like, Wallace State. That's no, Bama. It's Bama. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll circle go, go, but, the but, wagons. Uh, but, well I was to about to say in Seymour, there's Johnson Bible College. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that that's what's going on. There. <laughs> I, I cannot. Re- I really thought it was it was Cumberland. Ro- no, Roan Community College is in uh Roan is in a Harriman, Tennessee, right outside of Knoxville. But it, I, I like think,
0: Tennessee has like twice as many colleges as Mississippi. For sure. I don't know why, but I just, I mean. Well,
1: Seymour, Tennessee is about the size. Well, they
0: have two monster cities, too. You know, Memphis and, and Nashville, yeah, obviously. And,
1: Nox, and Knoxville's pretty big. And like no, that yeah, whole metropolitan area. True that. But uh, I, I got up there and, you know, I spent, like I said, I spent some time up there. And it, it's it's just beautiful. Um, you need to get in there with me. We'll go up to Knoxville. I, kinda, I know that area well. Uh, but I got to go eat at the original Cancun. That it was in South Knoxville. No. I I went and ate and man, it was just insane.
0: Like the same cancun the,
1: the same cancun we had here. Every, like yeah, the, of, the original is like ins- right down the road from me. Yeah. yeah, the original is down right down by the Arby's in Knoxville we were talking about oh, last I love time. That. Arby's, They're right down the road dude. from each other. But I went and ate, uh I went and ate there. I went to about half a dozen different coffee shops, drove up to Kate's Cove, swung through Gatlinburg, you know, just kind of did the norm. But, but I had to get ready, like I said, because our Friday nights are fixing to be full. And I want they you to I want you to tell folks why our Friday nights are about to be full. You, you're way better at this. Uh, well, th- these announcements. I can I like.
0: tell you this, and and Brian and I, one reason we kept this podcast going after we we left ESPN on 95.1 is we we wanted to be around each other and talk stuff. We wanted to – I mean, you know, we've expanded from sports. Uh, but we have been, I guess you'd say, gracefully – Invited to be co-host of the Miss '98 Score Show, that's on Friday night on 97.5, and it's also streamable online with our good friend Adam Gore, who we've had on the show—a mega talent. In oh Israel. my gosh! Man. And one like, of the daggum nicest guys you'll ever meet. Oh man! And and you know, we we've, we have we could sit here and do an entire show, and we have about Adam <laughs> uh, and, and his accomplishments and what he's. So we bring good up
1: Notre at. Dame because of Adam,
0: literally. um But he, uh, I'm so, I'm having to reprimand my dogs. I, Lucy's back there chewing something. I don't know what it is. And Jones as long is as, it's not, as long it's not that state championship trophy. Yeah, Lucy, stop, that. sweet girl. Any, anyway, <laughs> um, but that starts this Friday. That's this Friday, man. Opening week.
1: Miss ninety-eight. Now t- that's ninety-seven point five. The country Ninety-seven point
0: five, not ninety-eight five, which is. Uh, Hard rock. the yeah, Crank it up and rip the knob off. Ooh, <laughs> you know, like, that's you know, pretty good. <laughs> 98.5. Yeah, I that's pretty good. That's hard rock, but 97.5 is a country station. Uh, we'll go on, the show will start at 9.30. 30. Right. Uh, some nights it'll end at 11, 11 uh, Depends on our caller volume, but we could not be more thrilled to do this. Brian and I both love c- high school football, football in general. Uh, we're going to bring some fresh ideas of the show. Uh, we want you to call in, please, yeah. especially our friends, our coaching buddies.
1: And from what I can tell, it's a 100,000-watt station, and you can hear us from the river, into Alabama, all the way up to the state line near DeSoto County, and as far south as Clinton. You know yes. what I mean? So, yes. you know, anybody can And anybody k- online can listen yeah. 100% the the out. It's the uh,
0: Miss Yeah, it's, or you can go to the website or there's an app, and you can stream it, just whatever's on the station at any time. So. And
1: I'm going to say this. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the station letting us on there. Um, but I could not be more happy that they're going to take a couple hours break from Florida Georgia line and Jason Aldean Same. to have us on there. I'm just being for real.
0: I wonder if we could get controls on Vince Gill, like pre and post, like yeah. the first song before or last song before the show starts and first song.
1: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you if if Dotson doesn't have something queued up, I might go in there and have that entire Vince Gill Souvenirs album ready to go. Seriously, just letting just letting you know. Lock the door, Katie. Bar the door. You heard it here first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if
1: this happens, know where it came from.
0: Well, but, well you know, I, I mean, I'm 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 stoked. You know, Brian and I are. Making our return to radio, and we couldn't be happier.
1: I'm pum- I'm pumped about it. You get to hear us every Friday from now until November for sure. I mean, so uh, you know, just make sure you chime in. We'd love to hear from you uh, at the. Uh at miss 98 scores that's that twitter yes handle, right?
0: we, we have a twitter uh yeah, yeah at miss 98 scores yeah so you can you can hit us uh, up there on that as well we, we'll be interacting
1: scores, at, live in real time
0: tweet us questions stats score scores especially i know that's adam kind of told us you know that's something t- sometimes tough thing to come by so anybody that's got scores from games you can text us if you got our numbers or Send us the tweets, anything like that. We're we're open to it. So,
1: well, keeping with that theme, we're we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, most of the 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 topics that we're gonna talk about on the show uh, football show. You know, for that show. But there's one that's kind of been on my brain since we have been kind of talking about the football show, and I want to know. Who are the best players you've seen from this area? Because we we're both. I, I say I'm from here. Um, my yeah. dad was a high school basketball coach, so I've I've gone to many different schools. I've lived in the Delta, you know, in different other places, uh, East Tennessee especially, uh, but in Mississippi, I feel like I've been to hundreds of games, yes, dozens of different football fields. But I want to know who McKinley's <laughs> top football players are.
0: Okay, um, the, I've got uh, this is a lo- this is a long topic for me because I, I'm spanning this for a long. You know, really. I can tell you from, I don't want to break it down position by position, no. but I can do it a couple of you know a couple of different positions that just guys that stood out to me, and we'll uh,
1: continue this topic on the oh on yeah the show as as we as well. for yeah. sure
0: on the on the podcast and on yeah. and on Miss ninety eight but from the quarterback position growing up in the Tupelo area two three that I just specifically remember in the nineties Kirk Presley. Jarius Jackson, Stan Hill. We're talking about three Division One quarterbacks, two which actually went to play Division One football at the quarterback position. It's uh, <laughs> phenomenal. Like could, you know, you can always tell – there's guys that are athletes at quarterback, and coaches will tell you that. But then when a coach, especially an offensive coordinator, tells a recruiter, just a fan, a buddy, or whoever, he says, yeah, man, this kid can spin it. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you've got yourself a quarterback. A guy that can throw that 18-yard out. Like that, to the opposite hash yeah, yeah. those like and they, those are guys i remember but man like i think about just the running backs i've had the luxury i mean one i maybe my favorite player to ever cover watch root for it would be gabe Harmon from pontotop man that's a good one i mean five six 170 pounds soaking wet and five foot nothing five foot nothing 100 and nothing <laughs> oh that's the that's one of the best gifts out there uh I can't think of the guy's name. It's not Force Whitaker, but Rooker. Like uh I think it, uh, <laughs> he's been in a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I,
0: I can't uh, think of his name. I think he was Ozzy on Time to Kill.
1: The yeah. Cop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love when Mr. T ripped off that character, and not another teen movie. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in
0: the ball and throw yourself, Waller. <laughs> What? I'm Didn't a say anything else. <laughs> but, really? uh But no, Gabe Harmon, man. I, I could tell you one that stood out. When I was uh, student teaching at Morville, this would have been 2009, 10. Um, Morville was in the same division as Aberdeen. Maybe one of the best high school football players I've ever seen was Channing Ward. They played at Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Um, at Aberdeen.
1: Vandiver used to sell them fireworks in Aberdeen. In the Yeah. Summer. <laughs>
0: dude i'm telling you i just i remember this one play maybe the most amazing play that didn't stand out because he didn't he wasn't involved i guess you'd say but uh aberdeen was on offense and morville threw a slip screen underneath and and excuse me aberdeen was on offense and they threw a slip screen to a wide receiver uh and they were on like their you know going about to score on morville at like the Morville's 10-yard line. They threw an underneath screen, and uh, Morville picked it off. Well, Channing was playing tight end, and he ran like an out to the opposite side of the field. Well, the guy that picked the ball off for Morville, I mean, he's got there is nobody around him. And the best way I know how to explain it is Channing ran from one pylon and wound up tackling a, a corner from Morville on, like, the four-yard line at the other right. end of the field. And then, th- oddly enough, the very next play – had a strip sack fumble, and took it to the house on defense. Hilarious. And I'm just like – and I remember I was sitting right next to uh, Jeff and Jim Talley at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, guys, <laughs> that's the most unbelievable thing I think I've ever seen on a football field. But really, man, you know, there's – there's, I, I could go for – I remember watching Romero Miller when I was younger mm-hmm. uh, at Shannon, Jamie Armstrong, the Plannersville Connection right there, man. He, used, he coached
1: at South Haven when my dad was coaching girls basketball up there. Jamie did? Yeah, Jamie's a oh, cool really? dude, man. man. Yeah, he was yeah. a real cool dude. And
0: a and – a, Famous Planners William. Oh tell you that.
1: man, yeah.
0: Still, I don't know if he still does, but fished out of my grandmother's pond for eight, really? a long time. I,
1: I think he's back coaching at South Haven now. He he kind of yeah. bounced around different schools up okay, that way good, in the County. Thing, yeah,
0: man. But uh, Ken Tops. Yeah. Uh,
1: Played high school basketball. Gosh,
0: there. man. Kennard. Kennard <laughs> Spring. To this day, we could come up with any sport topic. Who's a bet? Well, Probably Kennard. You know, seriously. Uh, but man, so many good, so many good players over the year. I remember uh, Marty Warren. Coached uh, uh, Stubblefield,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Cody. Cody. Yeah, and he, he played in Memphis. Memphis, yeah. and
0: I remember Marty telling me when we coached track together. He said, "Man, I told every SEC coach that, that there was is, you need to sign this guy." Yeah. Nobody signed him, and he went up being an All American. Cody's <laughs> at, head coach at New Albany now. At, at New Albany, yeah. Cody's brother, a heck uh, of a Collins. guy. Yeah. He same
1: age. Well, he's I think he's a year or two younger than Reed in that North Pontiac yeah. group. That's right. Yeah. He might be one year younger than Makiro. So he going mean, to a sophomore. Right. Yeah, he but, was, he was a good player at Memphis, played at ICC.
0: So uh you know who my favorite players are and I, I'm not going to go any further than this cuz it could go all I'm going to
1: give you mine. But I don't hear I don't hear this. Um
0: my favorite players are those guys that are not necessarily the SEC guys because I remember mean, I, mean, I remember watching Pontotoc and Lafayette 3 years ago. It's the best high school football game I've ever watched. Uh 2 weeks ago and that was fun. Knox be in Pontotoc, at Pontotoc, yeah. and then at Lafayette I mean that, absolutely incredible. Um uh, but uh Brandon Turnage that just signed with yeah. Alabama, Yeah, uh, he was a sophomore. I mean, just phenomenal. But those are not the guys that I, I necessarily root for because everybody knows they're really good. I like those guys that are, like, signed with, like, South Alabama mm-hmm. or Tulane, and they play for, like, a 2 or 3A school, and they're just absolute dogs. Yep. Those are some of my favorite players. Like, I think about Dallas Gamble yeah. at Boomville last year. Like, guys like that. That do everything for their team. They're so much fun to watch. Well,
1: that that's kind of my my thinking I, here. I, I want to hear what's was funny because like you went to a larger school, yes. And most of the people you're naming, you know, I mean that you saw play exactly. Tupelo because Tupelo didn't play a lot of one A's, two A's, three A's. Well, I went to South Pontiac, and we were two A right. when I first got there, and then we then we transitioned to three. But man, when we weren't playing division games, we were looking for wins. You know what I sure, mean? And, sure, And And uh, my favorite high school football player of all time is a six foot two, two hundred and ninety ish. Running back named J- Ryan Moody. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite tackle. <laughs> Love you, uh, Ryan. Uh, J.T. Brown. J.T. Brown. He ran for two thousand, ran for almost two thousand yards, and then two thousand yards in back-to-back years, and it was so much fun watching him play. Uh, he was just he was a big old dude, and he he went north and south. He didn't he didn't dodge, he didn't dance, and in the first quarter, you would see those uh, defensive backs from Hatley. And people like us come up there and hit him in the, you know, three-yard gain, four-yard yeah. gain. They'd jump up and they'd be so excited and beating their chest. Through the third quarter, they were dodging him. They were tired, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, he was really fun to watch. Um, the the best high school football player I probably ever saw dominate, Jeremy Liggins.
0: Oh, dude. I've seen him as well. It's unbelievable. He was
1: insanely good. Um, You know, Pontotoc had a bunch of good players when I was coming through. Um, and this guy was not the best football player I've ever seen, but. One of the more impressive things that I remember, we played uh, – I went to watch – we played Ponotok my senior year at Ponotok and Ron Winter. Oh, who, yeah. Who never played one down a college football. He scored a touchdown four, maybe five different ways. and In one game, like legit, he, yeah. he ran like an end around in, he caught a pass, he took a pick to the house, and he either ran a punt back or a kick back. I mean, it was, it was phenomenal. That's crazy. I mean, but, um, you know, I saw a little bit different level. Um, Odie Armstrong was one of the best football Lord. players to ever come through this area. Went to Vardaman. Uh, there was – uh. Another wide receiver, a Pratt that went to school at Vardaman at that time. It was really cool. Philip, th- they just maybe.
0: graduated. Uh, Patrick Pratt, yeah, but my, maybe his, his son or little brother. Or or her little brother. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's about 19, 20 years there. So I mean, you know, well, we, there's
0: about 175 Pratt's Well, that's, in, true. In that's <laughs> true. That's
1: true. You're, you're right. It's kind of like Crawford's and Ashland. but yeah. You know, but I, I'll say this: my um, JT Brown. And uh, I had two quarterbacks that I loved, and I loved Dusty Finley from South Pontotoc. Yeah, I, he was yeah, my I pal, and, but he was just—he was about five foot seven, five eight, and he would stand back there in the shotgun. and He would sling it, and he tore every ligament in his knee his senior year trying to catch a punt from Pontotoc, against Pontotoc, and he braced it up and stood back there in the shotgun and played those, I you know, those that. three or four games. And if somebody came, and was about to tackle him, he just fell. But he, man, he was just a true competitor, and Dusty was awesome. And Will Hall, oh, Will Hall dude. from Amory was a true winner. A quarterback, the epitome of a high school quarterback, and he was a coach's son, and I absolutely loved watching him play. I loved competing against him on the basketball court. Yeah. He was so humble and generous, and like I know it sounds and his crazy. his
0: career has just blossomed. Yeah, man. he's the
1: OC at Tulane now. Yeah. Uh, he's he's going
0: to be a head guy one day. We're going to look up, and he's going to be uh, in charge of a big program. He
1: is the epitome of doing everything, I believe, the right way. Yeah. Even the way he did it all.
0: That reminds – dude, and I don't know if you've ever been to one, but I know I have just because it was close to home, I guess you'd say, me living in Plantersville at the time. Those old Amory-Shannon battles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Romero versus Will – I mean, I'm t- you, you talk about some of the best players in the state of two towns of about six, 7,000 people on one field. And I know that people write books about stuff like this and like annuals about high school football in Mississippi, but like to me – if you talk about rivalry, I mean, obviously going to Tupelo, I know always Tupelo and Salpinola, Tupelo and Starkville, but Shannon, it doesn't get better than Shannon and Amory, no, and or you, Amory and Pontotoc. That old Tom Bigby division, yeah. man. Do
1: you know it would be fantastic to do? It would be awesome. It would be uh, to go back throughout the time and come up with an all-time team and see. I mean, because like you, I me mean, got Ram- yeah. you got Romero at quarterback, and then you got Travis Johnson out there, and you got all these guys like Chris Lockeridge playing tailback. Yes, I mean, but Amory had. The Sean Fields, the Griffin Kid, Joe Gunn, Rufus 16 French.
0: 16 Gillians.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mooney Ham, Doug Jones, wow. all these guys came through at one time that were just fantastic, Unbelievable. Yeah, fantastic athletes. There are guys that played f- for four years at Division one schools that yeah. would not start at their position in an all timers game. No. I mean, for real. I mean, no. Ken Tops would not be the, the quarterback. Unbelievable. Would not be the quarterback in, a, in an all timers game because he has Romero there.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I got chill bumps thinking Yeah, well, We're yeah. gonna have
1: fun talking about this, yes, these things yes. going forward. Well, uh, one more thing before we move on: uh, of all the places that we wouldn't eat fish and oh, steak before Brian. the game, so far, and, and, and our, our fish, our fish house career is still young, <laughs> even though we've been doing a long time. What was your favorite fish house memory? Like, what once that? The actual below?
0: memory of the food.
1: Yeah, well, give me both. Give me
0: a food and a memory. My, well, we're, we're just going on fish. Yeah. Just the food, and, and I hate. You to, know, I always get steak. So I, I know. But it's, it's Fish House Friday, mm-hmm. and and I'm with you. Like, if we're going somewhere, cause you know, it was fish. It was always Fish House Friday, but we, sometimes we wouldn't go to a fish house. You know, yeah. we'd go to just where it was good, where yeah. we were going. But as far as fish in the area, Centerville Fish and Steak in, in Mantachi, I just, it's the best Yeah, to me. I just, I, the, they put lemon. They I don't know, I don't know, like, you know how, and this is this is so funny, because you know people that take their, their pickles off their chicken sandwich at Ch- Chick-fil-A? Mm-hmm. I actually asked somebody at Chick fil A about five or six years ago, how do they make their tea? You know, what's in their batter? I said, pickle juice. It's like, and all these people were taking, but anyway. The vinegary brine kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about the way that Centerville cooks it, it, it. I guess it's peanut oil, and then they maybe squirt lemon on it, like squeeze fresh lemon on it right before they serve it, and it just sinks in the batter. But, um, as far as meals, dude, I mean like just experiences that we got to do and, and are gonna do more of, obviously. Um I loved um Greenwood, Crystal City Grill. Yeah. Um gosh, man, we that was a fun
1: f- game too. Oh my gosh. That was a f- it was a fun game. Oh my gosh. That was the that was the year that we were talking we about. We weren't supposed to win that game. Yeah, they had the big six foot eight linemen who's at state now, right?
0: Yeah, Cortav- Cortavius Johnson. He yeah. was like their whole line was. They had like three D ones on their offensive line. Yeah, and here comes Pontiac, and yep, that and was the fun. fighting, <laughs> the fighting. Justin Carter's man. It was, <laughs> oh man, that game was so much fun. I love that memory. That was, I, that a was memory. such a fun one. Um, gosh, the Ripley game, uh, where I had to pee <laughs> at that tobacco <laughs> yeah. store. They were closed, and I went behind the trash can and. Uh, y'all took a picture. <laughs> we, we sent it
1: into Gore. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, there were there's so many man that I just I got so tickled. I, I get it's not just the meal, it's not just the game, the car ride up and the car ride back and calling into the show. The the, it's the so much fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I wish we would have had a podcast. This podcast equipment back then <laughs> just and done just, done just set it road. set it in the middle of the van or Vandiver's uh, big uh, Infinity SUV because. That that not not the original like fish out screw, but that because well, what I mean the original like that Vandiver, Bill, me, you, Mike, and Kyle like yes. that group, and throw, throw old Blake Gregory in there because Blake he, every now Blake and then. every now and then, but like that group of, of 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 coaches and and Mike who was the the governor of the group, uh, that was a good group, you know what I mean, oh, and we would man. go somewhere and I would say this, um, my favorite place to go. Is the Fish House? Oh, dude, 41. He, he, like he it's can't my favorite. It, I, can't, man. I, I, I know I, it's so traditional. It, it's my favorite. You can go in there and shut that door, and the fish is good. The steak is always and if, good. If we
0: played at home, it was it was just all right. What time? It wasn't yeah, where. Yeah, it was it, what time? And you know,
1: it's, you know, going to Algoma. Yeah, we did Seafood Junction, Junction was so. fun. When we went to Houston. Yeah, we'd yeah go to whenever seafood we Junction. weren't playing at home down Highway 15, you know, we would yep. do something like that or 41. Um, but my one of my favorite memories was the time we went to Atkinson's in Smithville. And it was full. If we called and we said, the mayor of Takapola, you called and said, hey, I've got the mayor of Takapola with me. Can we reserve a table? And they did it.
0: And what was so <laughs> funny about that, man? And yes, of course it was I don't mayor. even remember if I caught her on speakerphone, but like it was one of those deals where she was like, Oh yeah, I mean we can we can make accommodations. <laughs> Absolutely. And, was, and I've got guys like grabbing my shirt. We got guys doubled over about to pee on themselves laughing behind me. And she was just dead serious.
1: And we walked in, she said, Which one of you gentlemen's the mayor? And I was like, <laughs> Me
0: <laughs> Oh, that was incredible, that man. That was fun. That what was a, a good one. What a fun and place. I, and I
1: also remember I think back to the night we went to Cahoon City. And we went to that uh, fish house, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And I'll never forget Blake ordering the uh, the fried shrimp, and Mike <laughs> just giving him hell. <laughs> he Long after the game was over, we were He's headed home. About- I think Blake said something like, "Daddy, you think we can stop at Sonic to get something on the way home?" And he was like,
0: "Hell you know? no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure." But those, man, those are the those are the Go, most Going awesome back times. to,
0: and this is just a personal shout out to a friend, uh, Mike Gregory's favorite. High school football player of all time. You want to take a guess? You'll uh, he raves about that. If you start talking about just old football, Kevin boys, Rogers. Well, that's one. That's one okay. A. Yeah. yeah, there's one. Okay, Kevin Rogers, he was fantastic. He was, who was great. phenomenal. Yeah. But and then Cougar standout. another Cougar standout, LD Gillespie.
1: LD, LD. Those, If going? you
0: talk about quarterback play. <laughs> Productive offense. It doesn't matter what game Mike's at. He's like, Man, I wish y'all could've seen Kevin L D used to run that you, run you, that wishbone. You
1: know what's you know what's crazy <laughs> thinking about that? Mike Gregory's two favorite players are South Pontique guys. Yeah. Who uh were deceptively athletic but they're also the two most upstanding human beings um, in that county. Be you know what I mean? Like Mike plant. Mike chose two great football players who are also, like, guys I would want to be president. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, one's the one's the school resource officer, and the other one's constable. And so.
0: speaking of which, uh, we are gearing up for that Gregory 2020 run. That for is the cool. Office, that is so. cool.
1: McKinley and I are going to uh, paper, rock, scissors to see who gets to be his running mate. The Lo- other gets chief of staff. Loser of that gets chief of staff, yeah, for sure. But uh, <laughs> we're both really vying hard for that. Um, so, um just real quick, who's going to be the uh, who's going to be the best player in the area? Daily Journal Player of the Year.
0: Oh, dude! I lo- such, you know this is interesting. You asked me that because you know, and uh, before before I jump into that, I, I need to give a shout out: Bradlock, Dalton, Middleton, John Pitts, best Gene ever. Phelps, John Luke McCord. This this whatever we call this the Daily Journal, football, the da- Journal yeah, the football preview is the what football I call it preview mm-hmm. issue. I mean, it's it. We're going to use this every Friday night on the show.
1: I've lived in Memphis. I've lived in Knoxville. I've lived in the Delta. Um, my, my father's coaching all those different areas. I have never seen a, a a small town, I mean, a big town paper, much less a small town paper, do what they just did. It, it's and awesome. It's
0: it's fifty team previews, man. With with up, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It, it, and personal player interviews.
1: We're um, very fortunate to have them in this area. We well, really
0: you, are. Uh, you, and I, I need to thank them for the coverage they gave for Legion Baseball. Some of the, those guys are just phenomenal. Top shelf.
1: Um, if you see these guys out of the game. Thank them. And buy them a hot dog and a Coke. Seriously, yes, do that. Absolutely. Because they don't get paid enough.
0: Um, this year. But what I was, oh, was going to say yeah, is last player. year they started. This first year I can remember them doing this. And I love this format. I don't know whose idea it was, but kudos. They did a defensive player of the year, an offensive player of the year, and a two-way player of the year. Uh, I think the two-way player of the year was Quaymon Davis from Biggersville. Throw up, threw up just ridiculous mm-hmm. numbers. Uh, defensive player of the year was Brandon Turnage, and I cannot remember who offensive player of the year was. But um, I think offensively this year, because some of the losses, personnel losses they've had, I could see Caleb Hobson being that guy. And I, I hope I hate I hope I didn't steal your thunder you there. You did, but, but that's okay. That's because okay. I, I mean, he's a guy that they're going to rely on. To Touch the ball, hope you know. I would, I would hope just from a highlight perspective 20 30 times a game, right? Um, you know, don't sleep on Jeff Carter figuring out a way to move the ball because uh, he's gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, those guys know what they're doing, that entire staff. Yeah. Um, but I think Caleb would definitely be one uh, for an offensive type of deal. I think uh, Jacob Horn from Tupelo, mm-hmm. Joe Horn's son. Yeah. Uh, they had major personnel losses on offense. I think he has an opportunity to get the ball a bunch. Uh, there's, oh my gosh, uh, Ike Chandler from Itawamba uh, rushed for 2,000 yards in like eight games last year. He, he you know, there's there are countless players that, and it's going to be fun to watch it unfold because everybody's going to throw up play, you know, throw up numbers in non-division, especially when they're the stronger team. when you get in those nitty-gritty games, that's when you find out who can really, really play. But I think that those those guys. For sure. You know, and uh, Rich Alford from Houston, defensively. Mm-hmm. I know Ty Harden's high on yeah. that kid. Uh, had 16 sacks last year, 22 as a sophomore. He's got a chance to be a really big-time defensive player. They've got
1: the uh, offensive lineman who signed with mis- or committee. Yeah, Calvin
0: State. McMillan, yeah. I mean, the, the, like, there's, there's so many guys you could go with, man. And, and the thing that's fun about this year, I think everybody could have probably penciled in Brandon Turnage last year. Right. Uh, for defensive. But, like, you know, I think this year it's so wide open as far as – uh, our buddy Sean Holiday's son Kai, man, he could he could be the two way player of the year this year. What? He threw up ridiculous numbers, and
1: and he's a heck of an athlete regardless of classification. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean. Man, he can and
0: scoot, he can yeah. throw it. He can. And and
1: and, and I'm not going to minimize what he's about to do on the year, but there's going to be some nights that he's going to put up a gaudy first half, and he's yes. not going to play. Yep. That, that could hurt him. I mean, I'm just saying, like, oh, if absolutely. it's a stat-based award, because sure. you know, but these but he is a fantastic athlete.
0: But there, there's so many. Who, 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 you got anybody in mind uh, on your? Well,
1: end? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to go with Hobson. Sure. Uh, just because of the things you said, they're going to find more ways to get him the ball. I think so. Um, and he is so dynamic that if you kick it to him, you punt it to him. You better not. You, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said you
0: better not. <laughs> you best not. <laughs> And the way, in the way, you don't want that smoke.
1: Yeah, you don't want that because that's all you'll see. I mean, he's <laughs> yes. he's so fast. Um, I, I like the, the running back from Ittawamba. Yeah. I like the running back from Ittawamba. But, um, there's one, a kid from Houston that I named probably to uh, keep, keep, yeah, uh, a name to keep in your, your head. Red Parker, sophomore yeah. QB. Uh, he's, he's going to be a pretty good one for them. Um, they, they've had some personnel maybe, uh, yeah, transition. Jalen May. Yeah, Jalen May, the, the quarterback. The yeah, yeah the, the, the quarterback for them. So, uh, just look, I look for a guy from a school, kind of like that. You know what I mean? And I need to
0: add two more: DT Sheffield and Tam Patterson from Corinth. In that yeah. wing T, mm-hmm. they've thrown up ridiculous numbers for three years in a row. <laughs> do room, they so.
1: open up at Shannon? Um, I think so. I think they. I, do. I, th- I think and this it's coming a Friday. Year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, which was a
0: great game last year, and then I think week two is Tupelo. And I'm telling you, I went to that game last year. Gave Tupelo everything they wanted. Right? I mean, t- they had Tupelo by the throat, and they turned the ball over. Tupelo bounced back. Kudos, Tupelo. Uh, one in overtime, but, man, that, yeah, that, that, there's so many. And there's guys we're not thinking of oh, right yeah. now. Um, yeah, I mean. I can tell you one last year that should have got some consideration, but and this is personal, It's Sean Dalton Weatherby from Thrasher that played baseball for right, me. Yeah. Uh, he's moved on to Northeast uh, where he's – I mean, this is actually kind of funny. When I was talking to uh, Coach Davis at Northeast, the head football coach up there, about him getting to go to our uh, regional for us. Like, we had to have him. He's our starting center fielder. Uh, he said, well, Coach, I've sh- got to be honest with you. You know, I've, I've got three running backs, and – He's a guy, so I was like, "Well, that's kind of cool that you said that." <laughs> because like I didn't know if he was going to play a lot or yeah. not, but he's he's apparently going to turn some heads up there. But man, I'm I'm looking forward to like seeing, and there's going to be guys that nobody knows. You could read through this whole journal, mm-hmm. and nobody knows who they are yet. But somebody's going to sprout yeah, up and a few be like, a man, few years ago about this kid. Yeah, a few
1: years ago, nobody knew who Emmanuel Vance was. Oh yeah, Harmon was hurt, and then everybody in the area knew who Hollywood was immediately for sure. As you know. a
0: matter of fact, Emmanuel's first start, I think he broke the school rush. <laughs> Two hundred like fifty five <laughs> yards. <laughs> Stupid. Uh but no yeah. man, there's there's so many guys that are gonna pop up like that and i, I cannot wait to watch it. Man, no. and you know there's gonna be a guy from Shannon yeah. that's, that's gonna have sixteen hundred yards through nine games and you're like <gasps> Yeah,
1: and, and and I and I don't mean this in, in a crazy or bad way or anything like that, any negative connotation, but depending on eligibility issues and people oh, yeah. who show up for Aberdeen Depending, You know, Abbey, oh they're, they're so up and down. Like, the years that they're good, they have a guy who runs for 1,600 yeah. yards or a quarterback who throws for 1,500 and runs got for 1,200. they a uh, new head you know? coach, too, that they comes do. from West Point. Uh-huh, they do.
0: Uh, uh, Alex Williams. Mm-hmm. And he's he's seen nothing but success. Right. So, you can expect Aberdeen to be back I, sh- sooner I, rather than later. I
1: feel I feel like um, they are a very poor man's South Panola. Agree. And and what I mean by that is that if South Panola, uh, if they don't have the right coach at the helm, they can keep everybody under control while they're there for football season. Sure. Uh, the season can go awry really quickly, Absolutely. but in Aberdeen's the same way. If you have somebody there who can keep it, I mean, think about it. a few years ago with Channing. And all them they were dominating. Jack
0: Orr and yeah. Channing Wedge, yeah. three or four yeah. D one yeah. guys on that yeah. team, man. Yeah,
1: they 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 go through pockets. You know what I mean? Like they'll get a four year run where they're really good, and then oh, they yeah. have good athletes. But you know, eligibility stuff. You
0: know, uh, I've got to ask you a question, and I know it probably jacks your format up, but okay. I'm having a blast doing this. I want to talk, and we'll, I know we'll talk about this on the school board show, especially by like week three or four. Who is a team and this this is a prediction standpoint? We're not talking about enough right now.
1: Man, that's tough. Um Go ahead, Mac. Who do you think?
0: Well, there's a couple. And and they were division they were division uh foes last right. year and one moved down and one stayed. Uh Baldwin is dropping to one A. Uh-huh. And I just man They got a lot of athletes for one A. But when has Baldwin ever not been competitive in football yep. my whole life? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, they went three and eight last year. Played a. My, Coach Gray plays the. <laughs> we talk about we've talked about this before on our on the when we were at ESPN. Baldwin's going to be one and five going into division play, but they're going to have played. Three 4A schools, a 3A school, and a 5A school. And you're like, you know, why? And then they go 5-0 and o in division. You know, like it's just – it's like death and taxes every year with them. But moving down to 1A and returning a ton of experience, uh, Maddox Richie at quarterback uh, and athletes running out their ears as they always do, I expect Baldwin to be seriously, seriously in the mix late in the year. And then the other team, and this is kind of fun because they haven't played football long, is East Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Walton, Kevin Walton. And uh his son Ty is the quarterback. Uh, they slung it last year and they've got and this is this is so rare in two A. They've got I think two they got a six two receiver, a six three receiver, and a six four receiver. And they have been a ground and pound wing team with Joel Wilkinson for so many years and now they're they've opened it up last year and it won them division title. But I expect I, I expect both of those teams to fly a little under the radar early and then really, really start to Materialized late in the year.
1: Well, I, one popped in my head before I move on to you, my team. I to say something. East Union has a unique color scheme. They're they're yellow and oh, brown. Yeah. It does not go well on the basketball court no. n- with their basketball uniforms, but for baseball uniforms oh, and football man. uniforms, it looks good. It looks like Wyoming football. Yes, you know what yes. I mean. And their baseball exactly is just like they, like they they wear that retro style, so it looks like old Wichita State brown and yellow yes. instead of black and yellow. But yeah, I like that. But anyway. One, a little bit out of our real local coverage area, but it's in the Miss 98 coverage area. Sure. South Haven. Oh, yeah. South Haven. Um, Eddie Stevenson does a pretty good job up there. I think this will be his second or third year at the helm after taking over for Ed Rich. They have a bunch of athletes up there. Um God, And they're always. led by Ole Miss signing or commit Khalil Benson. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, they're in that Goodman Road, DeSoto County division. Olive Branch is up there. They're not in a division with Olive Branch. They're 5A now, but um, – it's it's always kind of makes for interesting football, but I think with Salpanola back down to earth a little bit, uh, Tupelo having some uh, some questions early on about yeah. their strength, you know, sure. early in depth. Um, I think South Haven has a chance to make a little noise. Desoto Central is always kind of up and down. You know what I mean. Hernando's never a bear. Horn Lake will be good. Horn, Horn Lake will they have, won it last year. They, will, they, they lost a ton, but as they well, lost but a ton. They always have athletes, but you know, not too many years ago, Horn Lake was a winless football oh, 100%. team or the doormat. So you know, they are kind of as a good class or two comes through. You know, yeah. um, so it's also tough to keep kids at Horn Lake uh, if they're yeah. really good. A lot of times they end up across the state line.
0: Oh, and especially—I mean—that area in general. Yeah, you know, it's it, there's a lot of hopping.
1: Yeah, so uh, but but South Haven is one that I would keep my eye on uh, if they're able to stay healthy and have some pretty good offensive production, they, they could be pretty good.
0: Another we've already kind of halfway mentioned, I think New Albany in year two under Coach Doublefield. Yeah, I think they got a chance to take off.
1: They do. They, they, they are the and team. And that division
0: kind of changed around. North Pontock moved in that division. Yeah, they, and South moved up.
1: And South, yeah, South, and there with with Pontock
0: Shannon, and then North went North with. Uh, New Albany, Tish, Corinth, and that, Ripley. That'll be, man, well, two good divisions right there.
1: Speaking of South Pontotoc real quick, um, I, re, I was there when they were transitioning from 2A to 3A. And what they lack in uh, numbers talent right now, they'll make up for in uh, tenaciousness. Toughness and grit. Uh, toughness and grit. And school pride and support. 100%. So, I, they'll, it'll take a little bit for them to get acclimated. They'll schedule correctly. They'll get some wins they need to get. yeah and I give it three or four years stop, to a talk but as long as you're 4A, you'll, you will be competitive. You'll figure it out. You have to be. You will.
0: And this, you know, and we, we talk about that, and I still think to this day 4A is the toughest classification in just about any sport because, you know, 1A, 2A, you just got a, a lot of schools, and I'm, I'm not naming names here, but, you know, it, as far as the big three sports are concerned, they want a guy that's going to be there 20 years, really don't care how much they win. You know, if they start a tradition, cool. You know, but they want somebody that's got stability. But, like, 4A – those are where you see guys bounce around. Like, if you if you can't win, if you can't, you know, be competitive consistently, I mean, you get fired.
1: Yeah, now, I'll say this for South Palm being a, a grad from there and, you know, my dad coached there, um, they're – they don't take no guff.
0: No. You know what I mean? Like, no, you know, don't. like
1: if their coaches aren't hacking it – they go different routes sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, now it, it, they've got a
0: first year head coach. They do. But they, I mean, they Michael do Bradley leaving, Yeah, but, uh, they,
1: but you know, and they're not, I mean, I'm just saying they're not going to have a quick ax on a guy like this moving up. But you know, I've seen instances at South where somebody wasn't doing their job or doing it the right way. And they got rid of them. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, they they, they F- have Four
0: A serious about it football. is
1: yeah. They have an expectation there in the entire uh, Pontotoc County down to Chickasaw. Like there, oh is, yeah, the Highway 15 corridor. I like to say the corridor yeah, from Ripley to New we'll Albany. Make t-shirts. Yeah, the corridor. Ooh.
0: The corridor yeah. T-shirts. We're we'll gonna sell those at high, well. We can't <laughs> do that. But <laughs> if we could just pick like Houston, Pontotoc, South, North. We'll swing New by Ingemar for Ripley. basketball. Man, we man, we can make a killing yeah, on that. Yeah. Somebody's got an idea out there. If you do that, I want royalties, and Brian gets some too. It's true,
1: Adam Kirk. When you rip this off, yeah, when you. <laughs> <laughs> Rip this off!
0: Oh, I see what you did there. Anyway, I love you, Adam.
1: Uh, well, you know, also uh, moving on from high school, no more weekends without f- college football. None. Uh, it starts up this weekend. Um, tell me your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I know your your blood's pumping and and you're ready to go for it. Um, what are your thoughts on Mississippi State?
0: Oh, Brian,
1: I know it's gotten close. We've talked about it.
0: I'm I'm I'm. Let me tell you this: the further I am removed from college and going. I could say this, there's so many people now, I still have to just give a major amount of credit to Dan Mullen for turning around Mississippi State and making them competitive every year. And I say that to say that, I could tell you that when my my parents went to Mississippi State, when I was at Mississippi State, we won three games a year. Mm-hmm. My last year we went to a bowl game. And it was like, going 8-5 and five and going to the Liberty Bowl and watching Anthony Dixon beat Central Florida by himself with a good defense. I mean that 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 was like it was like playing a national championship.
1: This is it, guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I didn't think it could get any better. So like to be that competitive that long, my expectations are tempered. I am, and I, I'm, I'm unapologetic about this. I am the Mississippi State fan that's not willing to be irrational. Uh, I don't expect Mississippi State to compete with Alabama, LSU, Auburn, and Texas A&M every year. I don't. Uh, that being said. To me, a good year for Mississippi State football is to be competitive in the games you're not supposed to win. And when I say be competitive, I mean lose to Alabama by three touchdowns, uh, go to Death Valley and you know be in the fourth quarter. Uh, but a good year to me is seven and five, eight and four, and hopefully beat Ole Miss. I mean that's that's Absolutely. kind of that's 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 a good year to me. Yeah. And like I think, and it's kind of a double edged sword because you know the DAC run and being number one in the country for seven, eight weeks, whatever it was. I think it spoiled a lot of people. But one thing that's good about it is it gives you a chance to believe. You know, it says, you know, okay, we did it once, we can do it again. And it, for, for for teams like Mississippi State and Ole Miss and, like, other schools and other conferences like that that have to – like, you know, like in, if you're in the Big Ten, like, you know, you're at Northwestern, you've got to have a guy, you've got to have a quarterback that's an absolute game changer. And I think that's the – you know, that's the difference. Like – For us
1: to really be in the picture, you have to have a Heisman candidate.
0: Yeah, yeah mean, uh, exactly. Really? And, you know, and that's, that's, that's not something I'm expecting. Uh, I'm hoping that the defense can stay a little – you'll stay competitive. Uh, you know, losing three first-rounders and six overall that are playing in the NFL off your defense, I mean, it's going to I, – I think you're naive if you don't think that's going to take a toll. Absolutely. Uh, now, I think Mississippi State's recruited fairly well. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll be competitive. But and, – and I hope that they stay competitive because one thing I don't want, and I've, I've never been this guy – is I don't want I don't like watching Pac-12 football games. In terms of I don't like 49-46. Mm-hmm. It's great when I've got the over and I'm you know I'm finishing off a day of bets and I you know I'm watching Washington State and you know Cal go at it. But I don't want that for the team I root for because when you can't stop anybody, you feel helpless. You if you if you got a chance to stop somebody, you give yourself a chance. Right. But if you all you can do is put up points, you just got to hope to have the ball last. You know, so like or that the other team just gives it Or the it to other team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they like, just oh, turn the oh, ball yep. over. Which won. makes it exciting. But, you know, and I, I hope that, you know, Tommy Stevens, Keaton Thompson situation works out. Uh, if I'm Joe Moorhead, I give the ball to number eight. Much, Kylan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that kid's a – he is a – he is the first guy that I feel confident in, in my life that I think will have a career playing on Sundays. He's right
1: dynamic from mm-hmm. Mississippi
0: State. I mean, they've been JJ Johnson played a little while. I think Dante Walker had a cup of coffee and then a cup of something else before he, you know. But but I think Kylan's got a chance to, to really be a yeah, Dixon played for a little bit and, and, and Booby did, you know. And and you know I think that Jerrish Norwood, but yeah, I, think that, think, that Kylan, I yeah. think that Kylan, I think that Kylan has got a chance to really be a three-down running back in the NFL. In today's NFL. He does. So. He seems like a pretty good kid. Yeah, and, and and I love his story, too, because he's a local guy. He's a, G, he's a Golden Triangle area guy, Columbus. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing when you see a guy from South Panola, South with Ole Miss, and have success. It's really cool. Or Oxford or Lafayette. Same thing with Mississippi State, a kid from Starkville or Columbus or West Point, you know. So, like, I expect State to be competitive, though, man. I, I'm excited. I'm going to get to go to a handful of games, I you think. Got, can so. you take me to one? I would love to.
1: I want to take you to Oxford. Let's do that. And I want to give you the VIP treatment, and then I want you to do the same in Star Wars. Tell, me, tell me your favorite place to go. We'll uh, I've still
0: got friends. that t- We don't tailgate like we used to. We same. used to be very, very big into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll still have a tailgate, and we'll eat and yeah. go out to eat after, and we'll yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, S- absolutely.
1: Same with us. We used to borderline on incarceration.
0: Yes, yeah, So, so
1: we're <laughs> one of these days... Uh, I will make sure that I tell y'all uh, a little closer to football season. I'll make sure I tell y'all the Mikey Ledbetter story at the time. I need to hear that. Yeah, and it's a good one. It, it's <laughs> it's there are things that yeah, it's just a good story. We're gonna talk about it one day, not today, but anyway, we are going to talk about it. But uh,
0: one thing that, that goes, I, I want to hear what I want you to go ahead and tell me your thoughts on Ole Miss, and then I want to chime into one other thing before we go on the national circuit. Go, go ahead.
1: They're gonna win four games. Okay. Um, Like, guaranteed
0: only four?
1: That is my prediction of four. Okay. I don't think they can do any worse than four. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Like, you know. The the opener at Memphis. My gosh, man. Well, I think if they get to six, they have beat Memphis and Cal.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And six is possible.
1: I don't think it's likely. But I think this year's Ole Miss team will be much more sound. Yeah. They'll play. I don't don't know if you can play harder because they always play hard. Right. But. If you're in the right spots and playing hard, and your scheme is better and playing hard, there will be a better result than just playing hard. And I hard. think
0: the two coor- the two new coordinators mm-hmm. with head coaching experience are going to add a lot yeah. of stability to they both will. sides they of the will. ball. They will. Um, look
1: for quarterback play to still be fun. Yeah, I think. I think. So. I, think I, uh, I think. I think the line play will be okay. Um, I think there's a little bit more depth. They got a full allotment of scholarships. Yeah, which is a big deal. Um, look for Ole Miss to be better next year. I mean, yeah. much better. Uh, but this year, I think if they were to get six and Six wins. That'd be huge. It would be a really big deal bouncing back from sanctions. Um, Absolutely. I look for them to – I just look for them to be improved. I just don't know if it's going to show up in the the win-loss column. Um, But I look for the wide receivers to be maybe not as top-end dynamic – but they're depth's Productive. gonna be fine there. I mean, you signed a bunch of four stars. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, you know, they're, there's they're gonna, gonna be, gonna be fine. Shake out. And yeah, be um, this is one of those kind of years. Uh, Sonogo is a really good linebacker. Yeah. Um, shame he was left off the uh, third team preseason SEC team, even though yeah. the team wasn't real good. He put up, but his numbers were. He good. put up he Patrick Willis numbers. Yeah, you know, um, I just, I just look for
0: Octavius Coo to be a pretty good tight end. Um, He's a guy that I looked to. He was a guy that came with a lot of fanfare, but was kind of lost in the shuffle with that great receiving core. And, and the
1: inability for Phil Longo to throw it to the tight end yeah. Dawson
0: Knox—he
1: <laughs> was a borderline first rounder—and we never threw him the ball. We acted like he was stone hands out there. Yeah, don't throw <laughs> it to uh, stone hands. But I, you know, I, I look four great. wins, six, six, six yeah. is their. I think six is their ceiling, four is their basement. But I really think if they if they were to win any amount of games, four or above and win the win the Egg Bowl, it's a good year. That'd be good. Yeah, I and really then think y- so.
0: There's a. Key, um, I look for Scotty Phillips to build off a big yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good, good, good player. He, Mississippi he, Juco product, and they got a uh, – Jerry Neely good ball. It, that, that's a huge pickup, man. And then you got um, Sam Williams yeah. that played at Northeast, uh, was National Juco mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he, I think he could step in. There, yeah,
1: like it. there are more good players at Ole Miss right now than there have been in the past three years. But there's just not that one – Boom! Wow, like guys. we saw DK and AJ.
0: But I think you may need that to turn yeah, the page. I think got so a bunch too. of blue collar guys, man. I think yeah. you know. It's, I'm a Mississippi it- State fan, obviously, but like. I'm excited to kind of see what happens with Ole Miss and it, how competitive they can be this yeah,
1: year. Yeah, it mean. turned the page under Tubbleville and Cut with guys like Stuart Patridge, Corey Peterson. That's who i Even Romero about. was a big-time local regional guy. Yeah. But they didn't know who Romero Miller was no. in California. No. You know what I mean? So, like, well, you know, they, that kind of turned that page there with the same kind of –
0: But that, yeah. I, I think – I really do think that they're headed in the right direction. I do.
1: I mean, uh, there is tempered excitement. For me, in regards sure. to Ole Miss football this year, um, I'll really be able to tell you a lot more after a couple weeks, once I see some injuries and depth shake out, and my bets pick up, and your bets pick up. Yeah,
0: after about week four, kind of figure out I, what are, everybody's got. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then that's kind of that's kind of how that goes too. We got to go to Tunica for a weekend, by the
0: way. So yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, but what were you about to say? Oh, uh, it would be remiss if we didn't mention this talking about football season, the best, absolute best in America. Junior college football is played right here in this state. Absolutely, uh, ICC and Northeast both very very young, uh, but you know you see some of the names. Some of the names we've mentioned in the past thirty minutes or so are on some of these rosters, and and I expect them to both be very competitive. Let me tell you this: is you know a a five and six Northeast team or a seven and four ICC team or whatever blows the doors off of a lot of conferences elsewhere. Yeah, because you—I mean, you know, you when your losses are to Northwest, Gulf Coast, East Mississippi, and Hines, you're you're not a bad football team. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it, just a shout out to to the Mac Jack for being the top, the cream of the crop. And I, I, I you know, I have been to one JUCO football game in the last ten years. I want to make it a point to go to one on Thursday night or Saturday afternoon this, this fall. We know a guy. We do know a guy. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I did anyway. to know that guy.
1: <laughs> Made me think of Billy Madison when he has uh, that guy, when Steve Buscemi comes in and shoots that thing. Goes, Man, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be thinking when I get to that ICC. Up,
0: be do be what. Why does he put lipstick on right
1: there? He shows he's kind of a weirdo. You yeah. Know I mean, Listening to ELO. Serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> ELO is the only normal thing in that scene for sure. So who's going to win the Heisman?
0: You want to hate me or do you want me to be chalk?
1: I, I want you to tell me who your heart. I want you to tell me your heart. What your heart says.
0: I can't. And I'm going to tell you why.
1: Okay. You can give me a name?
0: <laughs> no. I, I know. I've got my name. Okay. You don't want to tell me. And it's boring. Oh, and it's mine, too. Borderline ballsy. Mine's boring. I think Jalen Hurts wins the husband.
1: Oh, okay. I'll tell
0: you why. Because for two years, the only thing we've known to win the husband is an mm-hmm. Oklahoma quarterback. Right. So, and I don't think, and because the teams have fallen a little short for Oklahoma two years in a row in the semis, I think we're not giving Lincoln C- Riley credit enough, because the two guys that he just put in the NFL, and remind you, not only Heisman winners, but first <laughs> overall picks, uh, man, you know, I know Jalen's biggest you know downfall at Alabama is that he couldn't throw the ball downfield, but... Lincoln Riley has something in the water up in Norman for quarterbacks. And I just – they play that wide open offense. Big 12 is gunslinging country. I just – I see him developing as a passer, still beating people with his legs like Baker and Kyler did. I'm going Jalen Hurts and my wallet's also going with Jalen Hurts at plus 900 before the season Okay, started. I was
1: so going to ask what that number was. That's a pretty good number there. I can there.
0: tell you who the two favorites are right now. Okay. Tua, Trevor Lawrence.
1: Okay, okay. I, so
0: now I want you to chime in.
1: Justin Fields, Ohio State.
0: I like that. And that's a it's, – it's, you know, it's another situation like Jalen. Yeah. You know, I think a he's a super talent. Scenery, and a little lesser defense to mess around with. <laughs> well, here's
1: here was my thing. Here's the reason I was saying them. You're taking a top-notch SEC athlete and putting him in the Big Ten. You know you know what I mean? This is, oh, yeah. This is not like taking a Big Ten quarterback.
0: This is the number one dual-threat dual player in the country coming out of high school. Yeah,
1: year. yeah, and like – it could be a he's he's not going to Michigan like Shea did under a quarter a coach who's going to like put the reins on him like, yeah he's going up there Ryan Day is going to turn him loose oh yeah they the you know
0: they, this is his <laughs> first year coaching
1: uh, as the head coach up there and I really think that I think Justin Fields is going to be something special another name to keep your eye on um, is uh, Patrick Taylor running back Memphis.
0: Dario Henderson's he, replacement. He, yeah,
1: yeah, they they both were the two headed monster last year, but Her- Henderson was so awesome that he became kind of the every down guy. But this guy was last year's like first and second down back. Yeah, he's huge. Uh, he's maybe. Six four two twenty, And he's going to put
0: up gaudy numbers. Because
1: Memphis is a run first team. People think about the, the numbers they put up, you know, passing the ball. And oh, the yeah. They they run the ball.
0: And a lot of those are, are shovels to – last year were yeah. shovels to Henderson, like and for, that went to the house. Their
1: quarterback's a smart guy who knows the system, but he can't throw it real far down the field. Yeah. So they they find ways
0: to get this guy Mike the ball. Mike Norvell's still there?
1: He is. I'm going to
0: bring up a funny to you real quick. He is. Uh, I want to say it was during the fall you made the prediction that Mike Norvell would be at, like, Arizona State. In I like thought three he years. would. And <laughs> also said
1: Robert Woodard was going to be gone and all
0: these other things. My guy. <laughs> <God>. Yeah. <laughs> so glad you were wrong on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff like that. But I, and I, but one I made the other. With like a couple, that still could come true on yeah, the and, Norvell. And Ronald Acuna could still be the all-time leading home run hitter one That's day. That's very true. Which segues, which segues me to my next topic. Braves, man. What do you think? Are they going to be able to do this? Five games, five and a half games. Throw. Oh
0: man, it's it's hold on point. I know, it's, right? You know, you twenty six games left in the season. Uh, second best record in the NL. Two huge games they took from the Dodgers this week. I mean, just best team in the NL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to be pessimistic because I love them, man. I, and and it's just I know that in a short series the starters have got to be un- incredible. Soroka's got to be this good. Bullpen you got to win that game. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's great having a guy like Keichel, you know, in in your rotation because he, you know, he's going to he's pitched in playoff baseball atmosphere. But the team itself they haven't gotten into the you know, and anything can happen in postseason playoff baseball, but I think we're back into those days like into the 90s where there's a team in the NL and a team in the AL, and obviously the team in the AL is the Yankees and they're just Dude,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, they can't pitch it. No, they're they can't. still wheeling CC out there and uh, j on a wheelchair. Everybody bracket. on the everybody in their starting rotation just about has an ERA of five. I'm oh, being yeah. for real, they can't.
0: And to their credit, they have the best record in baseball because they can beat your p- pitcher's brains in, yeah. And it's that lineup, it's not murder's bro. I'm not gonna sit here and give it that kind of credit, mm. but. It is a modern-day murderer's row if I've ever seen one. And and the way the game has changed with launch angle and everything as far as just letting the fastball do the work and let's just swing up right and be powerful, they can change – anybody in their lineup can change a game with one swing. And I'm I'm kind of a baseball purist. I like to see a guy get on first base and your nine-hole second baseman bun him over and then your leadoff the stuff. hit a – You know, yeah. But uh, that's not the way the game's played now. And I think that – I think that uh, – I think that the Braves, speaking back to them, I think that's going to be the Achilles heel is the the Dodgers rotate? Man, Kershaw has had playoff woes, but he's still Clayton Kershaw. And then you you mix in Houston with Verlander and Garrett Cole and Grinkey now. And you're talking about playing a five-game series with a day rest in between games. You're only going to see those three you know, it's going to make it difficult on the Braves, but I'm going to be optimistic and say they can get out of a a divisional series, maybe, depending on their matchup, but going into the powerhouse series, I mean, out, you know, Houston and L.A., man, and then, you know, you got New York and Tampa Bay, and and it's going to be a tough road for them, but I think they're about a year away. Farm system's still good. The offense is potent, going to get better. Freddie Freeman's having a MVP type season.
1: Riley will take an off season to figure it out.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I think, you know, as a one or two pitchers come along the bullpen, you make some moves maybe next summer at the deadline, Braves got a chance.
1: You still got a bunch of young guys like Christian Pash oh and gosh.
0: all those guys that are not yeah, even it's, up. It's, and it, it that's what so makes it so cool about looking at the nostalgia of it. It's like the 90s yeah. back when you're using the farm system, making the right move at the deadline. That's cool to me. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm 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 excited. I'm gonna watch. Obviously, absolutely. I, you know, I, I don't play I don't know who's. I, I'm not
1: gonna really make a prediction on who's going to win the World Series, but I do think the winner comes from the National League. And uh, the reason why I think that is, I do think the Yankees are the best team in the American League. And I believe that the teams in the National League, if they go to Yankee Stadium, can score there. Yeah, oh yeah. Absolutely. Could you imagine Freddie, Ronald, Albies, guys like that hitting in Yankee Stadium? Oh my god. I mean, it's gonna be. They're going to put up the same runs that the oh, Yankees do there. No question. But when they come to Atlanta, when the game is a little different, you know what yeah. I mean? The ball still flies out of there a little bit, but it's, it's not Yankee Stadium. No. You know? Jet stream, Yeah, it, I agree. And, you know, same thing in Houston. You know yeah, what absolutely. I mean? Yeah, I mean, the Crawford box is 315, right. but it's still not Yankee Stadium. No. It's like 298 and right. I mean, something yeah. absurd.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, but
1: uh, I think the National League team is going to win it this year. I would say right. between the the Astros, the Braves, and the,
0: the Dodgers. Love for that. Sure.
1: I'm hoping it's the Braves. You know, yeah, it would be too. fun.
0: Me too, obviously. Um, wanted to jump back to college football real quick. Yeah. We didn't talk – I know we kind of wanted to, and I don't even know what we're doing on time, but um, – doesn't matter. The uh, national scene. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked about the Heisman, which is fun this time of year. And they'll be uh, – just like in high school football, we, you know, everybody overreacts, you know, the first three or four weeks because somebody will throw up 340 yards a game and no picks. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's the next, you know whatever but as far as the national scene is concerned i'm bored and i think we're headed right down another rabbit hole of Chow. alabama clemson oklahoma and either ohio state or you know michigan or whoever right. one of the big 10 powers and, and and you know it's it's notre dame maybe i mean but I'm ready to see a team shake things up. And, you know, I I talked about how I hated watching, you know, Pac-12 type of games unless I've got money on it. It's 11 o'clock at night. But do you remember when Chip Kelly was at Oregon Mm -hmm. and it kind of just threw a curveball to all of college football because here's this guy and he's got an NFL quarterback and an NFL running back, and they're doing things a little different. I'm ready to see that from somewhere. I still love the ground and pound. I love the Wisconsin-type teams that are sticking to what they do and do it well. But I'm ready to see somebody that does something. I think thought about Rich Rod. You know, we were talking about Ole Miss earlier. Like one of the most fun offenses I think I ever watched was uh, Pat White and Steve Slayton when man, they started really that spread good. option. And that was kind of like he's like the godfather of that. And then you know you got Holgerson going to Houston. I mean, it just yeah, I'm ready. to – I want to see somebody pop up and be like, man, watch out for those guys. And, you know, but you know, at the end of the day. Games are won at the line of scrimmage, and those four teams that we mentioned are always really, really, really good there. (laughs) I guess our only hope to
1: really shake things up is Georgia, right?
0: Georgia, uh, I think A&M can take a little step this year. Jimbo year two. Uh, You know, and and, and Jimbo's going to get on the scene before we, you know, sooner rather than later, I think. But Kirby Smart, I think it's a big year for Georgia. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got a four-year starter at quarterback that everybody's grown to love, and he's an SEC he ran off
1: Jacob Eason and Justin. And he Fields. ran off two five-star quarterbacks,
0: yeah. so he's obviously got Kirby's heart. Uh, but I mean, you know, if there's ever a year where you know they need to jump in that picture, I mean we're we're headed for a Georgia-Alabama SEC championship. I think anything to say different is is I guess sub sophomore Florida
1: the say. only team that the East can beat.
0: Yeah, I mean you know it, it, you know and this is this is this is something that I, I'm glad you said that because one game that I think has just completely lost its luster is the world's largest cocktail party. I really wish they'd move that game to campus one year at Florida and then the next at Georgia because – Right now, is it in Gainesville? They, well, they play it in – no, it's in a, a Temp- or Orlando or Tampa. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, you know, they play yeah. it at uh, like the Outback, but you know, and it's mm-hmm. half red and half blue and orange, you know. But I, I want to see – I want to see somebody like that, you know, like – I can't get on board with LSU because I, th- I just still think that Ed Orgeron's going to find a way to mess that up at some point. I- and I like the guy, I do. Um, Auburn, you really don't ever know. Like, Auburn's one of those teams, and we've talked about this before. When you don't expect much out of them, they go 11 and 1. Mm-hmm. And when you put them preseason number 4, they go 8 and 5. Like, so, like, Auburn may be a team this year we're not talking about. I really about. like that A&M pick by you. Dude. It-
1: they're turning Jimbo's, the corner athletically, period, with him, Jimbo, and then Jimbo both on the coach. basketball side.
0: I mean, like, they, they really they, – they they're the next, like, oh, crap, here comes sleeping the next power college kind of thing. football's next big thing. I, th- I really think that. Um, I mean, I think Ohio State will take on. I'm kind of tired of Michigan. I'm tired of the har- – you know, like, what, to me, what's Harbaugh done? Irritating. You know, that. I mean, like. Only thing he's done is make headlines for like not the wrong reasons, but for like the stupid reasons. Like
1: put the reins on Shea. Yeah,
0: I mean they hadn't they hadn't beat Ohio State yet since he's been there, uh, despite all Ohio State's tor- turmoil every year. Uh, you know, yeah. and... Th- <laughs> they're at their worst, and Urban is causing all kind of controversy, and they still couldn't beat them. And it's, yeah, and like I mean, last year they got bl- sixty two to thirty nine. I took the under on that game. Mm. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I'm ready to see some. I, I want to see a power shift, man, and like. I hate kind of talking about that because, like, I love traditional stuff. Like, you know, like I love the fact that Alabama's good at football every year again. Like, because I remember a time when you know <laughs> Andrew Zow was quarterback they just Tyler what Tyler <laughs> they just weren't very good. Uh, but I you mean, know, Sylvester Croom has beaten Alabama twice, and I God bless you, Sylvester. I love you to death. But he beat Mike Shula, didn't he? And then beat Saban year one.
1: He did. Yep, he did. Uh,
0: but you know, I, I hate to I, – I just I want to see somebody jump up and go, whoa. I'd love for Mark Rick to get hot and Miami to come back. Like, that was a fun time, you know. But I think we're headed to Clemson-Bama again. <laughs> I mean
1: – I do have to say something funny about Sylvester Croom. And This happened. It 100% saw with my eyeballs. It, it legit happened – do you remember he want he want to get they want a big game in the Daily Journal? This is a long time ago now, so I don't fault anybody there. But the headline was said Operation Croom Dog <laughs> in the Daily Journal. <laughs> Somebody dropped the ball
0: there. Really I'm gonna say did. that was
1: before you, John. I'm gonna blame that on Gene. Oh yeah, it was absolutely before John. <laughs> Absolutely, that was—I think it was like 2004. Legit. Yeah, like it was so long ago. Well, then,
0: you know that used to be an expression. C- croom got people fired. Oh, he
1: got people croomed.
0: You got croomed. Yeah, Ron yeah. Zook, Mike he, Shula. Yeah. I mean, he just—he got people fired. Yeah,
1: Zook got croomed. I remember
0: oh, that. Uh, not Orgeron. Yeah, yeah, he got Orgeron. Got croomed. Orgeron fired. The
1: Derek Peggy's punt return touchdown. And
0: then Houston Nutt got croom Fired. <laughs> <laughs> he got in the most lopsided game I've ever seen in my life in person.
1: If Houston Nutt gets you fired, what does that mean? You got. Exactly. Oh man! <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> anyway, any PG, PG broadcast. Yeah, we didn't say it. We didn't I mean, say I mean, it. <laughs> only if sure. you were thinking it. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So who do you so you think it's going to be uh, Alabama, Clemson, like the, f- that final four kind of thing? I mean,
0: you know, I'd love. Well Give me a dark horse.
1: Give me give, give me one outside. Give me a a top twenty team you think or maybe has a chance
0: not to win it or just to, like make the playoffs, kind of
1: kind of shake things up. I'll give you. I have one. That'd be a, I'm going to Oregon. I'm gonna go Washington, Jacob Eason. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh,
0: uh, Oregon to me, uh, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. hometown guy, uh, four year starter, six six, probably the best pro quarterback prospect coming out this year. Uh, you know, Mario Cristobal was a name that kind of got bounced around a lot. Yeah, been on Alabama he's been staff, for a Miami. While. You know, and it was a questionable hire for Oregon when they made it. Uh, but he's. I mean, he's, he's kind of got them back ticking a little he bit. He was
1: a name that got batted around a little bit when they were deciding what to do after the Hugh Freeze thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to give you another
0: one, too. Uh, Wisconsin. Mm, good one. They, I think they return a lot on defense. Of course, they return a running back that ran for 1,800 yards. When always. They, like they always do. <laughs> Somehow, Wisconsin never graduates a senior running back.
1: Ron Dane's still there.
0: Apparently. <laughs> like, literally, like, every year they have a guy, and I'll look up in week three and be like, this guy's a sophomore. I'm like, oh yeah, he rushed for seventeen hundred yards. Yeah, six point like,
1: four yards per carry. Did
0: I, not, you know, how do I miss this every year? But uh, I think it's a good year for the Big Ten to have a shakeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ohio State. I mean, you talk about Justin Fields; they're going to be dynamic. Uh, but you know, losing a coach that was that season, uh, I think Ryan Day will have some growing pains, and he'll make a couple of decisions that he probably would regret in the season. May not cost him a game. May cost him a game. Uh, I think Michigan is vastly overrated as usual um and you know it's it's a uh it's an odd year so Mike D'Antonio and Michigan State or I mean yeah that that is the only team in America that bounces between double digit win seasons and no bowl games in back-to-back years Mm -hmm. every year and when the years where they'd win double digit games like they'll be in the playoff picture till like week 12 right like you know so uh I, I expect to shake up there um I mean, Clemson just got such a strong hold on the ACC, man. I, you know, I think Willie Taggart was a bad hire at Florida State. I think he'll be gone after this year. They'll make a big splash hire. Um, but, you know, I think you need stuff like that. I, 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 nothing against Willie Taggart, but.
1: I just don't think he's the right guy for that job. He's just
0: not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's obviously a good guy. I'm, Lane Kiffin. That, dude, that would be so. <laughs> and he's been in Florida, been found yeah. the recruiting hole, you know. It's USC
1: East. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's another team that's interesting. And uh, Chip Kelly at UCLA. Yeah. Uh, in year two. You Clay know, Hilton's
1: I, still at USC, right?
0: I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I I wanna see I wanna see some shake up somewhere, man. And I, the Pac twelve's wide open. Yeah. That'll be a fun conference to actually watch this year. Uh big twelve, you know, Texas in year two under uh what's that guy's name? I don't like Herman. Him. Tom Herman. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that mocked Drew Locke in the uh whatever bowl, Alamo Bowl or something a couple years ago and I just I lost a lot for him since then. And he's his name's in the middle of all that Ohio State stuff.
1: They're the one national team that I could see that could kind of jump back into the party.
0: Yeah, I could too. With with
1: Oklahoma having a guy in Jalen Hurts who I I personally am questioning. You know, we oh, yeah. have we have different opinions sure. there. Uh but but I could just see Texas they won the Sugar Bowl last year, right? Yeah they did. You and know
0: truthfully dominated a really good hung over Georgia team for what yeah, it's worth, yeah. you know Georgia thought they should be playing for something more, and they probably should have. Right, but uh, you know they could be a team that could, you know. But if it's not, then I'm kind of tired of hearing about it. Yeah,
1: you know because Texas move along, Texas.
0: It's, you know that's either be really, really, really good at football or let's quit hyping them.
1: Because I got tired of hearing about it when Charlie Strong was sucking. Well, and you, you know think I mean? about
0: this and look at what Charlie Strong's done at USF, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. I mean, did he? I wonder. Did he resurface somewhere? Or is he still at USF? He might still be there. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, he won like two or three years in a row till like counting. He's won like ten, eleven games down there. So
1: yeah, they had the good quarterback,
0: uh, BJ Daniels. Yeah. But like my point is, is they, I don't necessarily know that it's the coaching at Texas that's the problem, or or, or the, I don't know if it's the coaching because those guys resurface and they do well. But not since Mac Brown, and let's think about this, Brian. It's been fourteen years since Texas has been relevant. Yeah. And that's a long time in college football. I guess years. the
1: last time they've been relevant was when Andamackensu was beating them. Was it when they Nebraska, McCoy in Nebraska, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But you it. know, and I think that was Vince Young. That was, was 12, 14 years, years ago. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah,
0: man. But they're they're one, and you know, like you can't help but like Mike Leach at Washington State. Man, I, I know they lost the house, but they'll be they'll be competitive. Figure, they're going to win seven games. Yeah, going to figure it out. They'll score fifty points a game, throw for five hundred yards, and you know, but. He, he's a guy that I think is going to, you know, in a year or two, we'll, we'll see it like Florida State or something like that. I would love for him to be in Oxford. I tell you, a lot of people don't want that. I think that's your I think now is
1: the time to – well, not now, but the next move. The next move is my It's my got to be
0: we, – we we've put it off. Now, we got the ship going the right way. Let's bring in a pirate. I tell you a guy that I'm really rooting for, college football's good guy, Scott Frost, Nebraska. I was going to – Mention that I hope they bounce back. I, I, I'm am a Scott Frost fan. Me too, man. I I I really believe in that guy and what he's doing. I hope they get back to 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 doing things in Nebraska.
1: College football was better when Nebraska Agreed. was good. And um, one reason I want them to be good is they, are they Big Ten now? Are yes, they? Yeah, yes, they're Big Ten. It gives like another national team. In to kind of keep up to, with it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just like it when they're good. Me I too. Really do. Give me, me a too. non-Power 5 before we wrap it up. Who Give me a non-Power 5 that could shake things up. Because if Central Florida couldn't get in the past however many years, then nobody can really get in. But yeah. who, who would be the one you would think this year?
0: I've got to go with Houston. Okay. Dana Holgerson, kind of a homecoming for him going to, to Houston. They've been on the cusp. And he's got a really, really good dark horse Heisman candidate in Derek King mm-hmm. at quarterback, and uh, Derek King—really unique spelling: D apostrophe E R I Q. Ooh, kind of cool. I like if that. If I ever have a son, you can Derek because I'm Derek, <laughs> I was thinking. and my son would be Derek.
1: I was thinking of Zoolander, but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, Houston—that'd be that, that's yeah. my that's my colt Brennan Hawaii team this year. Ooh, good
1: one, man. He was fun to watch. Oh Him my gosh. Jimmy George made yeah, me a lot of money. in
0: the
1: did. But anyway, yeah. uh, I I hate. To, I mean, I do this often, but Memphis is favored in every game, dude. <laughs> dude. They are. Favored. They're, favorites to, Ole they're, to favored, the they're favorites against Ole Miss. They're favorites. They're favorites against Ole Miss. Is that favorite. game in Liberty Bowl or in Oxford? Liberty Bowl. Okay. Hotter than the pits of hell. Oh my god, for It'd sure. One hundred thirteen degrees mm-hmm. on the field, mm-hmm. and it'll be one hundred twenty eight in the stands, and it'll be one hundred thirty degrees on Beale Street if they win. <laughs> God. I I I made some, some uh some waves in my group text the other day with a bunch of old Miss fans. I said Memphis by four. You stand by that? I stand by that. I do.
0: Remind me of that when we go off air.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Brian said that. No, but that's just kind of my prediction. So anyway, um it's been fun meeting back up with you. I'm really excited about Friday night. Yeah. I'm excited about all the things we're gonna talk about, all the folks oh we're gonna gosh. talk to, they're gonna call in. Uh, I'm excited about the opportunity from Gore and the folks at Miss 98 and Raymond. It's going to be a lot of fun. I Dude,
0: I, I, I'm tickled about this. Like, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I was this excited about something not, like, coaching-related. Right. So, so much fun. But uh, also, I want to mention real quick before we go, uh, and this is a bonehead move on my part, uh, I was incredibly busy the last couple of weeks, and I completely forgot to link uh, our episode 16. So, it, it'll be – when you listen to episode 17 – Make sure you go back and listen to sixteen because I, I want to listen to it myself again because it, it was a good show and it was it was, it was a about a month ago show. actually so you'll you'll enjoy it but we think you'll enjoy this one too so yeah. catch us on Friday nights uh, on the Miss Ninety Eight Scoreboard Show you can catch us at uh, ninety seven point five or online uh, and stream it
1: and uh, also we're uh, weekly going to put out a uh, uh, what's happening podcast Miss yes. Ninety Eight. Uh, football preview show. Yes. So that'll be about a 10 to 15-minute segment. Yes. Uh, that we'll be putting out uh, early each week as well. That'll be uh, McKinley, myself, and uh, and Hopefully Adam. And, and Adam. Yeah. yeah, we'll all be doing that as well, talking about what's coming up in the next week. So uh, it'll give us, McK- McKinley and I, more time to talk about non-high school football things on the sure. podcast. So Absolutely. Yeah, it'll so be a lot of fun. we'll
0: be back sooner rather than later with episode 18. Uh, folks, thank you for the ride. Brian, absolutely outstanding. See you again. Uh, glad my dog got to clean your right knee. For half of the it's show. okay, <laughs> but uh, been fun. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Catch us on uh, Twitter or Instagram at the Happening Pod and at Happening Pod, and we're on Spotify. I had to mention it first this time. Stitcher and I'm I'm forgetting Fireside. And Fireside, yeah, our original. Still Friends looking at, at
1: you, Apple.
0: Yeah, where you at? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next time on What's Happening.